won't tell your story About a woman I know I come loving Steal the show She ain't exactly pretty Ain't exactly small Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six You can see she got it
you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass All right. Face. You're getting Here we ass. go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Good Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Literally one minute before I go on the air, dipshit dog Bubba decides to get up and look out the window, and as I look down towards him, he is thrown up right on my floor. Not like a whole lot. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine little pellets. Come on, man. I've let you out four times this morning. Hasn't taken a dump or eaten at all. Asshole dog. So my my morning's starting off just splendidly. Splendidly. I mean, granted, that's still better than how you Raiders fans' night ended last night. Uh, to all my Charger fans out there, I apologize for not taking the Chargers last night as they rode a rough shot over the Las Vegas Raiders, whooping that ass. I, what was the final score, 28-14 or 35-14? Oof. Oof. It's okay. They got to play one more time this year. I think it's going to go back and forth. Nothing to get worried about yet, Raider fans and, and Charger fans. Just remember, you lost to the Cowboys. That's all I got to say. All right, let's see. Straight Fire, first one here today. says, Tuesday checklist. Find a taco, then munch on taco. Good list. Doug says, good morning. Mark safe from the great Facebook Instagram blackout of October 21st. We're going to talk about that first. That's what we're going to start the show off with. But let me get through the other good mornings here. Uh, Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Andrew says, morning, folks. It's a beautiful day here in North Texas, which, by the way, I can attest to. Uh, if you're not here, you should be. Amen to that. But don't vote Democratic. You, you want to come to Texas, that's fine, but you, you have to give up the Democratic vote. Uh, Triple T is in the house. Says, good morning, a family of ass. Douglas is weeping because he is a Raiders fan. Triple T says, sad game for sure. Arise, good morning to you. Raiders look like Nicole Kidman at a mall. Woof. Yeah, that, that was a rough game last night. Brady Kid says, fuck y'all. What, what, look, fuck y'all what? Oh, fuck y'all, Texas is closed. Okay, all right, fair enough. Shit happens, Chargers are good, and Gruden thinks our O-line is better than it is and tried to run the ball. We have better pass uh, first offense. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, but like I said, you got to play them one more time. You can split that. And just remember, you lost to the Cowboys Chargers. And Raider fans, happy Thanksgiving when we beat you. Uh, all right. Let, let, let's start. Did, did everybody, was everybody okay? Is everybody all right? No, do, how many deaths happened yesterday? What, what, what's it? Is it zero? Because of this. Because of the Facebook Instagram blackout. It's like watching the old Sopranos black screen. I, that yesterday was one of those days you don't get very often where I long to be the father of a teen or preteen girl because their entire existence circles around Facebook and Instagram and how, how many of them kids, and even little boys too in that age, their whole life revolves around that. How many of them were just crushed all day yesterday? 
And I, I will bet dollars to donuts, and I say it. I guarantee. That somebody. Oh, you didn't have to clean that up. I was going to get it. Goofball. Uh, I guarantee that somebody is allowing their kids to stay home from school today because they were so traumatized by the events of yesterday and Facebook going down and Instagram going down. Oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord. Yesterday was probably the most productive way at work since November 2019. Maybe. Maybe. Because you know people were going back and forth. Is it up yet? No. Okay, I'll go back to work. Is it up yet? No. I checked the the only reason why I it was something for me is that Young Harm had the uh, the Mount Rushmore of discontinued foods up like lickety split, and I wanted to post it but I couldn't post it so I checked back after I watched Heels and the season finale of Billions which was fantastic wow, um, and then I was like oh let's see oh it's working okay great and I put my shit up there okay, Buenos Dias Ogre. Hello, my boss told me she didn't realize how much she relied on social media for her news. She's in her mid-40s. I just shook my head. It, I mean, look, and, and they say it was an internal problem, and I have some contacts with people who work in the, the, the same computer-type industry, maybe a little bit higher, well, actually a lot higher up. But they were telling me the same thing because I asked them. I said, well, was this a hack? And, and he, he told me, you should know better than that because they hire hackers there. So it wasn't a hack. It was an internal issue that happened. And it's probably stemming from something going around with the Instagram because they weren't able to start the Instagram for kids page because everybody was like, Instagram for kids? Well, that's a stupid idea. And I agree. Uh, let's see. Douglas said, um, that explains why he had done it so fast. Amen. My biggest issue with Facebook going down is that there's some people that I only have Messenger as a means of communication and I don't have their phone numbers. Yeah, now I get that. Look, Messenger's tough, but we all survived it. Yesterday was the scariest day in the world for Mark Zuckerberg. Do you want to know why? Because the world didn't shut down. You see, Mark Zuckerberg, the guy who created Facebook, is such an egotistical fuckbag that yesterday is the kind of day that would either make or break him. And yesterday broke him. Facebook should probably avoid launching OnlyFans for kids. Douglas says, part of me was hoping that they'd never get back up. Fuck Facebook. I, look, there's a lot of people up there. I Look, I don't have I know what it's for. I know it's for me to market my show. Maybe they keep track on people I don't keep track on. I, I don't use, I use TikTok a lot more now than I use anything else. It goes TikTok, Facebook, then Instagram. And maybe Instagram and Facebook are tied because I can put shit on Instagram and it automatically goes to Facebook. So as far as what entertains me, because we need to all realize that these social media sites are just that. They're a form of entertainment. TikTok far out, out entertains either of the other ones. And I know I'm old and I'm on TikTok, but I don't care. It's far more entertaining to watch, like, toddlers run into glass doors. To watch a, 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 a mentally handicapped kid fucking act like he's Stone Cold Steve Austin and break two bottles in a swimming pool. That shit's funny to me. 
Yeah, TikTok is weird because you get a thousand views one day, zero. It, it is very strange. You got to get lucky and get in their algorithm. But yesterday was one of those days that Mark Zuckerberg, he wants to have, but he doesn't want to have because it was every parent got to prove this right. See, you didn't die when you didn't go on Facebook. You couldn't go on Facebook and you didn't die. And, oh, man, Mark Zuckerberg's got to be hating that. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on with Facebook. I'll get to what my thoughts on something here in a second. What's the other one? Financial experts. Uh, okay, what does it say? Financial experts rip evil Facebook as one of the worst companies ever created. I can agree with that. Unfortunately, they've become so big and powerful, and, you know, they're a tool of the party in charge. Well, Look, look, they're big and powerful because we made them that way. Good morning, Alicia. Happy Taco Tuesday to you as well. That's what we got to realize is that we're not necessarily their boss like we are with government employees. But when it comes to TikTok and Instagram, those pages won't go anywhere without us. We're the main workers. We're the ones who make that thing go around. And yesterday, we proved we didn't have to have it. Now, today, I think the, 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 the hearings start where that gal who was on 60 Minutes is talking about it, and the federal government wants to regulate Facebook. First of all, Facebook, I, I don't like the regulations they put on there as well because it is the World Wide Web. It's not public. It, look, it's not public airwaves. To get the internet, you have to buy internet cable. Internet is not free. Let's see, Ratberger just said, uh, the entire world knows that social media is a cesspool for the average person. I get the advertising aspects of it. Uh, your show, for example. But the average person uses it to say things that they would never say in public. Oh, hold on a second. Let me Let me give you... Bingo. Yeah. Uh, perhaps they should practice a little bit more self-control. Me, I'm always an asshole, and that's why I don't use it. Won't care if it's gone. I'm the same way. I'm an asshole all the time. I use it for the show. I use it to, to broaden my, my horizons for listeners. The funny thing about the accusation that Facebook is a leftist tool is I know black people in the BLM vein who accuse Facebook of racist, algorithm, racist algorithms and practices. Look, the only reason why people say, I, I, and I can be honest with this, the reason why people say that, oh, Facebook is a leftist tool, is because they banned Donald Trump. Okay, that, that's it. I, I don't believe that they are a tool because if you look at it, this hearing that's taking place either, what, today or tomorrow with this whistleblower gal, this is something that they've been talking about doing to Facebook even before the election, and that was the Democrats, the left side. See, this is what I don't like about our, our nation now. Is every Oh, that's a leftist propaganda machine. Well, they banned Donald Trump, which I, I still don't understand that to this day. But they aren't that in bed with them, because now who's in charge of these Senate, Senate hearings and Senate subcommittee? The left. 
if they truly were a tool for the left, why is the left bringing them to the table and wanting to regulate them? Granted, the left wants to regulate everything. But I'm here to tell you, I'm on the side of Facebook here. It can be an awful company to work for. They can do terrible things to their employees. Well, that's up to, you know, OSHA and, and, and lawyers handling those things. As far as it goes, it's social media, okay? And on the Internet, the Internet is still the wild, wild west. God, I wish I had that cool Modi song, wild, wild west. But it is, and it should remain that way. Now, here's a big caveat. If the United States government decides to come out and say they will offer free Internet service to all Americans, I wouldn't take it. And there's a reason for it. Because then they have the ability to regulate. See, right now it's up to companies, and they just put the fucking thing in the ground, and you put your Internet, and you run your Internet, and blah, blah, blah. This is why you can't curse on public airways because the government owns those airwaves. I still don't understand that, but that's okay. I'll play along. I don't want a regulated internet. If you got a regulated internet, guess what? My show would be a lot shorter because, well, I wouldn't get to say fuck and cock and shit and balls as much. It's been proven the left was telling them who and what to ban. That's beyond accusation. Well, look, they're get, the left was telling them that, and they were doing it because the left was trying to shut them down. So they're trying to appease the left. I don't want to say, look, and do I think they probably lean more left? Of course they do. But I don't think that they necessarily want to pay more in taxes and they want all this kind of stuff. It's social media. And if we start to put limitations on social media due to the government, the Internet is next. They banned Trump, conservatives, and feminists, but pedophiles and anti-Semites are all right. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's their company. You don't have to use it. Did you watch the interview with the woman? She wants more regulations because she, quote, lost a friend to conspiracy theories. Government-funded or regulated free Internet means you're liable to monitoring with Fourth Amendment protection you agreed to the terms, and you know monitoring will be a term. It's dumb fuck agreement. Yeah, oh, it is. And I, there's no way I'd want that. Because they control the Internet in Cuba. You remember? Remember they control that there. They control it in North Korea. They control it in China. All these countries that do control the Internet, that's where the problem lies. Hangtown Jen is back. Yes, we've missed you too, Hangtown Jen. Zuckerberg paid millions to help fortify the elections. Look, 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 look. I'm not saying that he's not a Democrat and he didn't like Donald Trump. I am saying that he knows he was trying to, in my opinion, and you're making me defend Mark Zuckerberg, and I, there, there aren't many people I hate more than I hate Mark Zuckerberg. Billionaires give millions of dollars to both parties. 
Like I, I, I ain't going to hold it out that, that they hated Donald Trump. Let, let's just get that on the floor right now. They hated Donald Trump. And they thought, hey, if we put the Democrats in charge and we help them, they're going to go easier on us. Well, it turns out that the left you can't trust. I know that's a shocker that you can't trust Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Chuck Schumer, and, of course, Joe Biden and whoever's in Joe Biden's ear. They gambled and they went wrong. And now they're going to have to pay the price for it because they're going to hear about these regulations. If you want regulations on the Internet, then guess what? I'm out of a fucking job. Derek says, good morning, ass family. So when she said she lost a friend to conspiracy theories, like, what did she mean? Did she stop talking to the friend because they didn't agree, or did the conspiracy still kill? I would imagine it is your first idea. I don't need more. I, I don't need more regulations. I don't need anything like that. I, I look, I'll share this story again. I've been asked a number of times to do clean comedy. People have told me, Arnie, you can make a lot of money doing corporate gigs and stuff like that. And I said, well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you thinking that I can do it. But here's the problem. And Carlos Rodriguez and I talked about this one day. Now, he's a great clean comedian because he, he's a pro. I was clean for 25 years of my, my being on the radio. Not, not clean. I was sober, but not you know clean. I was taking drugs. I mean clean as in my humor. You throw some double entendre in there every once in a while, and then you get walked back down the plank. I, I don't like my comedy regulated. If you do, and, and by the way, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, that clean comedy, well, I think clean comedy is awful, but that's just me. I don't want regulations. I don't want stipulations. I want, uh, th- this is like the, the, the salary cap in the NFL. I hate the salary cap in the NFL. Why can't a team spend as much money as they, they want to to make themselves better? Well, because the poorer cities, well, then the poorer cities need to fucking work harder. I won't do a corporate show if I have to be clean. I, I don't know how to be clean anymore. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is a conspiracy for sure that the conspiracy killed the friend. So if the woman wants more regulations, why do we think the Dems are okay with her testifying against Facebook? They'll find Facebook for not doing against the people and don't agree with. Who do you think these people are? These people are us. I mean, look, look, she wants more regulations because she's a fucking snowflake. Snowflakes want regulations until you regulate something that they want. This, this conversation will go into a circle all day long if we talk about it. These people that want regulations, they're like, damn right we want regulations until something that they believe in or one of their causes is brought up and regulations take their cause out. Then they're up there shaking their arms. How dare you take this down? I'm one of the people that says, how dare you take anything down? Once again, Allowing the free market to control itself. Now, 
if Facebook wants to have rules because they're their own company and we agree to said rules that you're not allowed to have bigoted hate speech on there. Even though it is protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution, it's their company, and you agreed to it. It's part of playing the game. And Facebook will censor more of us conservatives. Well, I can't wait to see what happens this week with this hearing. Because it wasn't conservatives they're bringing them to the table. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and I forget who the other congressperson was, but remember before the elections, they were going after big tech? And I'm not talking about a university somewhere. I'm talking about the big technology companies. They had Jack Dorsey in there talking about Mark Zuckerberg. The Democrats want to take them down. I was flabbergasted at the election that they did so much anti-Trump stuff. But then I realized, oh, they're probably just trying to kiss their ass. And Chuck and Nancy said, oh, thanks for kissing our ass. Thanks for doing all that. But we're still going to regulate. Topic is Facebook, not lobbyists for both parties. Name anyone that censors and regulates others for election purposes. And let's keep it real. The elephants don't have any power in social media and mainstream media to alter election. The left owns it all. The left does own a lot of it right now. They do. I'm not going to lie about that. I per, per, look, this is what I think. I, I as, as I've stated before, I think Facebook did all this shit, banning Trump, doing all that stuff, because they, they thought that this is like when you're a kid and you do something and you find out, oh, well, fuck me, I did it for the wrong reason. Mark Zuckerberg is a fucking punk. Jack Dorsey is a punk, the guy who runs Twitter. They did this stuff in hopes that Mom and Dad, the Democrats, like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, said, oh, okay, you've done enough. We're going to leave you around alone now. No, they aren't leaving them alone. They have conservative platforms that just don't have as much exposure or audience. Nobody holding a gun to anybody's head in America saying use Facebook or else. I see plenty of conservative stuff on Facebook that doesn't cross the line. I shrug and say via private enterprise. That's the beauty of limited Darwinism and capitalism. Don't like a company? Fuck them. Go somewhere else. I agree with that totally. Totally. That, that's what's wrong with our country right now. It has nothing to do with the left and it has nothing to do with the right. It has everything to do with feelings. Of course, let, let, let's go back in time, shall we? D- just real fast. We'll go back in time. The bakery shop that two lesbians wanted to get a cake made for their wedding. And the the bakery shop said, no, we're Christians. We don't believe in that. Okay. Got all the way to the Supreme Court and Supreme Court ruled in favor of the bakery. You know what would have saved heartache and time and all that shit? I'll tell you. The lesbians saying, fuck this place. Let's go someplace else. And let's tell all of our gay friends and people that, that, that want to live this lifestyle, and even the non-gay friends that we have, let's tell them about this. And then the market will decide, and that bakery might go out of fucking business. Or what could happen is people that believe in the bakery side 
can go in there and flood that business and they can make even more money. That's how we used to do things in this country. But now, because somebody's feelings got hurt, we have to stop and say, no, you're a bad person. Uh, Let's see. The problem is they get away with tax breaks because they aren't journalist site, but yet allow certain journalistic outlooks all day. That's the issue. Well, they allow right-wing issues up there, too. Look. Ratberger just said, uh, ask your audience, if you hate Facebook, why do you use it? Other platforms without the rules? It's a good point. But, and the answer is going to be the same. Well, I use it because all my friends use it. That's the answer. Why don't billionaire conservatives open up their internet service providers, social media platforms, and more Fox News type outlets? Or is it a plot uh, without conspiracy within a scheme? They don't want to waste their money on it. See, here, here's the deal. This is why. There are, I'll agree, I will agree with everybody that there are conservative social media sites out there. Nobody wants to use them, and it's for two reasons. Well, three reasons. The first one, the one I just now added, is that it's a pain in the ass to go to, and half the time they don't work. Okay? Half the time they don't work. Number two reason is you'll be labeled. If you use the conservative thing and people, I'm not afraid of being labeled. Go ahead and label me and watch me bust through that label. You'll be labeled as a whack job right wing. So many people don't want that. And number three, not all their friends are going to go and do it. That's why they, they don't go there. And, oh, number four, too. Billionaire conservatives realize that. Why would they want to dump all their money into a product that's not going to be used? We would be using Facebook or or MySpace still if Facebook wasn't better. We would because we all started on MySpace. I started on MySpace. Good old Tom looking at you over his shoulder. And then Facebook came, and it blew everybody away. They're like, holy shit, this is so much better. If you can get me a conservative site that makes you go, fuck Facebook, I'm going to that one. Hey, I'll join it. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, Let's see. Fox News are fucking leftists. If y'all can't see that, then have some oceanfront property to sell you in Montana. Um, let's see. Ogre, if they get tax breaks, I'm sure they would. The back and forth about left and right is a waste of time. The point is are simply news sources or social media. There are violations. If they're deemed a news source, it's literally simple. Not about who they are back and who they don't get. Actor Brian doesn't use Facebook, and I can attest to that. She uses Instagram which is owned by Facebook, but she understands it. Social media as a concept is something that hasn't been fully defined since the purely Internet age. It's unprecedented. Congress might want to try to define it, but the perception is that uh, it's a cover for regulation. That may be true, but we're never going to know until the Wild West aspects are settled. People are going to fight about it no matter what. And I'm here to say, my personal opinion, I don't think the Wild West should be settled on the Internet. 
unless the government's going to go ahead and give me free high-speed Internet all the time and I don't have to pay $80 a month for it. Uh, they tried that with Parler and the Apple and Google stores banned it, but then Parler came back. Remember, they, they had a big lawsuit. Don Bongino, guy who's on Fox News now, super conservative. He had put most of his life savings in Parler. And they brought it back. By the way, I signed up for it. It was fucking hard as shit to use. So guess what? I deleted it. Goes, that's why I said uh, rich conservatives need to start their own ISP in stores. You want it? Lobby them, uh, not tear down existing structures. You don't need to make change by tearing down. You build up. It's individual success. Let me say, you do make change by tearing down. But you tear it down by using your wallets. You tear it down through the marketplace. Once again, the bakery. You go out there, and and look, you want to have a rally out in front of this bakery on public streets, you go right ahead. And people will stop going to that. But instead, they took it to the Supreme Court, they took their ball home, and that was it. Let's see, Ratburger says, i got to save this thing that Agatha Bryan sent me. Um, The only possible option that Congress can do is label Facebook a utility and says it's a monopoly. I think it's a utility. It's not a monopoly, so tax it like, like PGE. Yeah, I would. I would be okay with that. They can tax it all they want. <laughs> Government high-speed internet would not be fast and would break down a lot. Oh, I agree totally, totally. So there you go. That That's what happened yesterday, and they've got it all fixed. I just love the fact that teenage girls across America were probably losing their minds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They can't see this dress. I want to wear to Hoko. That's homecoming. By the way, it's homecoming time here in Texas, and let me it is such a pain in the ass. You know, in Texas, they have these things called mums. Hold on a second here. I, I, I'm, uh, let's see. Homecoming mom images. Okay. Okay, so this first one that I'm going to put up, right here. This is the first one. This is what we used to have in high school. Okay? Now, you can look at that. Right? Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Deleted everything. Okay? That was the first one. Now, it, it, it's gotten to be where it, it it's so ridiculous. I saw somebody. There we go. Let, let's use this fat broad here. I can't believe this fat broad got that much homecoming shit. She must have been putting out for a while. Okay. All right. And it's gone to this. Now, a, a mom in high school, it, it's some sort of fucking fake flower or some bullshit, right? And it's for homecoming games. And they used to be like 60 or $70. You get your date to homecoming a mom, and she wears it the day of the homecoming football game, and they wear it to their dance. Now they make them so goddamn big that it has to be strapped over their neck. 
I saw somebody said they paid $500 for a mom. Five hundred, and your date is supposed to pay for that. The boy is supposed to pay for that. I'm here to say, fuck you. Boys used to get like a garter to put around their arm. Fuck that. I want a Lamborghini now. If I'm your damn date to homecoming, you're going to buy me a fucking Lamborghini. Jesus jumped up Christ. I don't think I have a lot of COVID news. I do have this story. Uh, this is amazing to me, people. This is according to the CDC. I'm not making this up. This isn't a Fox News story. This is from the Center for Disease Control. Okay, real quick. How many kids do you think have died because of COVID? How many kids do you think have died because of COVID? Now, according to the CDC, let, let, let me give you a reference number here. Uh, 3,343 kids, children 19 and under, lost their lives in car cat crashes in 2019. Almost 4,000 kids have died of fatal drownings every year. Four hundred and ninety-eight children have died due to COVID. Four hundred and ninety-eight since the pandemic began. That's leading up till yesterday. Um, can somebody tell me why kids have to get? vaccinated for the COVID. And this isn't going to be a big vax or no vax thing, but I I, I mean, this is numbers from the CDC. Fewer than 500 kids, not many fewer, just 498. In 21 months since this started, 500 kids have died. So if we're to follow the science, like they say, kids can't ride in cars anymore, right? And they shouldn't go near any sorts of bodies of water, including bathtubs, because we have 4,000 who die of drownings every year. Uh, Okay, hold on a second. Let me check this out. Uh, Flu deaths in 2019. In children. Uh, let's see. Pediatric flu sore. Okay, let's see. Uh-huh. 188. That was in the 2019 to 2020 flu season. 188. 
So if you're to add on another flu season, another 188, it's about the same. Mike D, I agree. I, I'll question those numbers as well. But I, I appreciate the CDC coming out. And by the way, I'm on the CDC website right now. Our kids are the future, and they want adults to comply with authority. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's what it looks like. But isn't it amazing that the number is at 498, yet the kids now are the ones that are really having to pay for it by wearing masks, which is going to fuck up their social ability as kids, or by staying home, which fucks their social ability with other kids. All this shit. COVID-19 is higher than, the only thing it's higher than is it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Of the eight things where they mention fatalities in children, the eighth one is bicycle accidents, and that's at 79. Then there's COVID at 498. Suicide is 534. Poisoning, that's 730. Traffic accidents, over 1,000. Gun violence, over 3,200. Hello, Chicago. Car crashes, 3434. And drownings, right at 4,000. Yet it's mandatory for kids to get shots in schools today. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son told me that masks make him not like school. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? It is truly, truly amazing. But, hey, who am I? I don't know anything, right? Now, there's a couple crazy activists out here. You guys see the story about the activist who followed a United States congresswoman? The Democrat from uh, is Senator Kristen Sinema, who's giving some sort of speech, and she's the gal who's against, who's he, what's it? She's the one against the, the infrastructure bill. Some lady, her name is Dr. Sophia Majarik, is an immigration activist who confronted the senator at Arizona State over a pathway to citizenship and then followed her into the bathroom and was yelling at her there. Isn't that a form of domestic terrorism? I mean, isn't that the, the exact thing that happened? I, I know it didn't happen at the Capitol, but you're, you're following. Where's her security detail? I mean, ain't got one gal in security that can watch the John? They were just making sure she wasn't hoarding toilet paper. Uh, Raz says, I listened to a 45-minute interview of a Belgian professor of psychology and stats who specializes in research, mass crowd information, totalitarianism, mass hypop- uh, hyp- hypnosis, and indoctrination. It was enlightening to understand how we are here from that perspective. Yeah. That immigrant has no... Oh, she wasn't an immigrant. She was an actual... She's a college professor. She's a white gal who broke in there. It's only terrorism if the school board meeting. Yeah. (laughs) And they are... They're looking at that even more. Here's another story that was sent to me this morning from uh, Addict to Brian. 
Uh, I, 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 she sent me the headline. I don't have time to go find the story, but I'll just read the top of it for you. A black woman accused of posing as a Triple K member, Ku Klux Klan. Oh, it's in Georgia. A black woman was arrested in Georgia after allegedly posted, posing as a member of the Ku Klux Klan and placing racially charged messages in her neighbor's mailboxes, threatening to burn their homes and kill them. Well, that's trying to make your side win right there. Uh, Alicia just sent me that story, too. Isn't it amazing? The, the people that we have in our country. Uh, yeah, here's something else that's amazing in our country. Um, where is it? L.A. The city of Los Angeles, the second biggest city in the country. is a complete joke right now. The city of Los Angeles has closed another park. Due to homeless encampments, game, gang violence, and forcing out residents in the city. MacArthur Park has been closed and will be rehabilitated cleanup starting October 15th. Now, do I still have to pay taxes to keep that park going? If you're going to close it and it's not open to anybody, I don't want to pay any taxes. I don't have an answer for homelessness. And and by the way, that's not in my job per description. The people who it is in their job description like to just sweep it down the road. And it seems to have worked for a while. Now it's, uh, do they not have a big enough broom in L.A. to push them down to, I don't know, San Diego, further south than that? How about we push them all the way to Mexico? But, of course, L.A. residents still have to pay park or pay taxes to keep those parks up. The, I, the world is fucked. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm going to give you one more story about how fucked the world is, and then I'm going to start lightening it up just a little bit. We do have mail today. Thank God we have, we have a lot of mail today. Uh, here, let me tell you my jokes first today. Uh, these you can find at, uh, whatchamacallit, on my TikTok page or on my Instagram stories. The first one. What's the difference between Lizzo and a hippo? One's fat, ugly, and smells. The other is an animal in the zoo. Why doesn't Helen Keller use porta-potties? Because she's fucking dead. And our last one here is, why do Oklahoma football fans smell so bad? So blind people can hate them too. Ah, Red River Shootout this weekend, baby! I'll be at the State Fair of Texas on Thursday. Can't wait. I ain't going to eat all day tomorrow. No, I ain't eating at all. Got to save it up for fair food. Oh, you sucks. Yay, orange. Yay, white. All right, there you go. There you go.
cannot wait for that game. That game is going to be phenomenal, especially when the Horns win. Uh, so there you go. There, and I already have my jokes for tomorrow. I can't tell them to you today because I'd be breaking the rules. But they're phenomenal tomorrow. Uh, okay, this proves that the world is fucking stupid. Um, in New Zealand, this is how fucked up things are in New Zealand, meaning the rest of the world. New Zealand, they listed their their sports woman of the year. Now, I would think that New Zealand had some gals who won some medals. I, I I'm not sure. And, and I know they play rugby over there, and they got some great women rugby players, I would imagine. Sportswoman of the Year was Laurel Hubbard. You know, the transgender weightlifter that didn't even qualify in the Olympics. The Sportswoman of the Year, who probably still has a dick, In a statement to the newspaper, Hubbard said, I'm very grateful for all the support and kindness received from the teaching staff and students of Otago University. It is not possible for us athletes to compete at Olympic level, which, by the way, I did not do because I failed. Oh, sorry, I've got a boner right now because I'm thinking of myself. This award belongs to everyone who has been a part of my Olympic journey. So it's my Cox main medal. They have a really good women's rowing team. Well, none of those gals were good enough to be Sportswoman of the Year. Oh, she scratched her balls while talking. You sound like Brittany Kreiner. <laughs> you realize I'm not sure if to say, but I, I mean, seriously, this gal's Sportswoman of the Year, that's just pathetic. Way to go. Way to give it your almost, people. Uh, the FAA has come out, and they said that, that maybe you won't be sitting on the tarmac just as long or forever. They're releasing software that reduces lines of planes waiting to take off. I don't know about you, but that, that that's a very frustrating part of the trip. I mean, when, when I think about, like, flying, the things that I worry about now are, number one, my biggest worry is somebody sitting next to me. I give dirty fucking looks. And I guess I'm pretty damn good at dirty looks because I had an incident yesterday at the house. <laughs> All right, so uh, sitting there, we're watching Billions, right? Season finale Billions. I don't want to be, and nobody knocks on our fucking door. So I'm sitting there yesterday, all of a sudden I hear, ding dong. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I, I didn't have any planned deliveries anymore yesterday. Nothing was supposed to be delivered, and I was like, if this is another motherfucker who's authoring either solar, pest control, or lawn services, I'm going to kick the shit out of him. I just want to fucking relax. So I walk up to the door, and I see somebody standing there, and I'm like, God damn it. Maybe he can hear that through the door. I don't know. And I open the door, and the guy looks at me. He goes, hey, I'm not selling anything. We got invited to some cowboys watching party down the street. Yeah, which I'll be making a big pass on because I'm not the right person to watch a Cowboys game with. 
But yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, but yes, like on a plane, I give those looks out. Those are dagger wounds there. The other thing that I hate about flying on planes is just sitting there and you're sitting waiting to take off and you're looking at your watch going, hey, this fight was supposed to take off 40 minutes ago. We're still sitting on the tarmac. Well, we're seventh in line now. Uh, federal officials plan to roll out the software at the 27 largest airports in America. They say it's not going to happen anytime soon. They're still working it out, but at least they have something in place. Do you have a no soliciting site? No, because they don't listen to that shit either. So my ex-wife is a feminist, and she was telling me that there are two groups of feminists and that she is a radical feminist, and then there are left feminists. Radical feminists are actually for equality of women, and left feminists see men as women. Apparently in the 70s, the feminists were saying that men would try to take their movement from them. Well, fast forward about 50 years, and look at that. Men are taking opportunities from women. So much for fighting for patriarchy. Yes. I, like I said, I'm tired of this fucking... This world is such a dumb place. We're all so much stupider for living in this world right now. We, we still have people like this in our society. Oh, no, no, this guy's okay. An Illinois man who woke up with a bat on his neck died of rabies. Are we sure it wasn't COVID? At my old house, we had a no soliciting sign, and when they came to the door, I'd stay silent, point at the sign, smile, and shut the door in their face. See, you're better than me. You're way better than me, Ogre, because if I would have a no soliciting sign up and somebody solicited it at my door, I'd go, excuse me, do you see the fucking sign? Then get the fuck out. The bat bit his neck? Blah, blah, we're getting ready for the Dracula jokes, blah. Oh, what is my favorite sport? Baseball, because I love the Bat Boys, blah, 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 blah. Do you know where Dracula, you know me, keeps my money? Blah, the blood bank, blah, blah. Uh, so this guy got bit on the neck by, you know what? I bet you it was the same bat that escaped that cave that gave that guy coronavirus. Guy wakes up. Oh, Redberger says, get a camera. We, we have a camera on the door. We just haven't figured out how to work it because I don't know where the manual is. Maybe I'll do that. No, I can't do that this weekend. I got a Longhorns game on. Big one. Saturday. Um, he did not start showing the signs until September. He, he got bit in August. Once he started showing the signs, it was too late to save him. There is a vaccine for rabies, but treatment needs to be administered quickly after the exposure. Isn't it 40 shots in the stomach? That's what we used to tell each other. So, dude died of rabies. Did he start foaming at the mouth and shit? That'd be kick-ass. 
be awesome. Sad story to report out of Florida. Ron DeSantis announced over the weekend that his wife, Casey, has been diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, he says she's a fighter and she's never going to give up. He says he's saddened to report that the Florida's esteemed first lady and my beloved wife has been diagnosed with breast cancer as the mother of three young children. She's the centerpiece of our family and has made an impact on the lives of countless Floridians through her initiatives as first lady. As she faces the most difficult test of her life, he says, she will, not, she will have not only my unwavering support, but the support of our entire family as the prayers and well wishes from Floridians across the state. She is a true fighter. Dude, she's out of his league for sure. Wow. How old is she? They say she, I don't know how old she is, but she looks like she's 23 years old. I mean, good for Ron DeSantis. Dang, I should have been a politician. No, because then I'd be in jail, so that's that's bad. I take that back because I'd be a crooked politician. Mike D, uh, always have a voodoo headdress and fake dead chicken ready to answer the door. <laughs> we actually had a long conversation of the week, and I didn't realize how much we agree. She isn't as liberal as she was when she was in, the, in college and we we're going through a divorce. We are working together to protect our son from all this shit that is going on these days, and that's what you have to do. Until the United States government takes that away from you, too. Which, by the way, they will. Remember, if you go protest to school, you are a domestic terrorist. You're an insurgent. Speaking of schools, this is a funny story. In Idaho, they have banned backpacks. Right? Because of school shootings, uh, they banned backpacks. Which, this is funny. Um, a kid in Idaho back uh, September 23rd, so a few weeks ago, brought a gun to school. So in response, the district announced that they had uh, backpacks that would be banned in middle schools and high schools. Students, of course, have found way more creative ways to transport their books. One kid's carrying an aquarium. One kid's got a big old gigantic trash can. And yet another kid has a popcorn machine. Shopping carts, wagons, strollers, coolers have all been used. And by the way, I'd like to point out, if they're not kicking those kids out, I, I see somebody who's showing, you can hide a gun in there too. I, I find it funny. You're going to ban backpacks. Oh, okay. Right. You're going to ban backpacks because the kid, yet you don't have metal detectors. So are you going to ban pants? Because a lot of people just stick them in their pants and go into school that way. So we dealt with the, the racist border patrol, you know, the ones that were whipping those. Oh, that's right. They weren't. So the optics were so bad, and we found out that all horses are racist, so we banned horses. And now, because 
we're supposed to believe that this will stop kids from bringing guns to school by taking away their backpacks. Who doesn't hide a Springfield inside a popcorn maker? Sounds like a good idea. I like to hide Glocks in in inside homecoming mums. Shit, the size of some of those now, that ain't a problem. Good googly moogly. But yeah, these kids are walking around the campus. They got big old fucking trash dumpsters, shopping carts. Somebody's got a fucking boat they're pulling on a string. That's good shit. When asked if horses were racist, no one said nay. <laughs> uh, all right, and then this final story here, and then we'll take a break and we'll come back, and we got, like I said, a ton of listener mail, and we're going to start it off with an ask question. Uh, Coretta James, she's from, the Qu- she's from Queens, and has spent the last few years giving handwritten thank you notes to New York City, New York City police officers. Now she's working to give one to every member of the department, New York Times reported. It's a black lady. She's a black woman and says, I have respect for the uniform. I have tremendous respect for the uniform, military, firemen, and cops, she said. They're not used to being thanked, and I feel for them. They need encouragement. I used to see guys with 30 or 35 years on the job, but no longer. Good for this lady. Good for this. That, that lady, you know what? That lady gets one of these. There you go. I like that. It's a good story. Uh, a bad idea, uh, then I won't get my George Jefferson door slammed in the face. And it has to be mid-sentence. It's rare. I get to, but there are a couple once in a while who ignore the no soliciting sign. The wifey tried to get the door before me. So she's not embarrassed at my door slamming face. Hey, ignore the sign and get what you get. Amen. Uh, all right. We'll take a break here. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio uh, 1 at gmail.com.
Good morning, Hot Mama. How are you on this wonderful Taco Tuesday? We've got listener mail coming up right now. By the way, listener mail brought to you by JS Floors, the best in the West. Let me tell you something about the rest, my friends. Yeah, yeah, the rest of them, they're the ones that are super spreaders. They go into your house and they have bats. And they put the bats in your floor and these bats all have coronavirus. And what happens then? You get coronavirus. Yeah, that's what they do. Also, I have this on great authority that the rest, not JS floors, but the rest... They have helped Brian Laundry escape. Yes, it is true. And they say they will hide them in somebody's floor somewhere in America. You know who won't do that? My friends at JS Floors. 775-267-4123. Check them out if you need any kind of floor stuff. Let us get to mail. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Now, now we got two ask questions here, and one just came up. Mike D. just asked me a question. I'll answer this, one, and then I'll sing, and then I have my original ask question. Uh, question, Arnie, why aren't you going to the game Saturday? Texas OU game Saturday. Red River shootout. I don't call it showdown because I'm not a fag pussy. Uh, are tickets that hard to get? Before I leave this earth, I'd like to go to the Red River shootout one day. Looks electric on TV. I know you've been to it before. And uh, being so close, I it makes uh, a shit ton of uh, experience or tradition. A shit, whatever. I can't read what he says. Um, I've been to the game nine times. I'm not saying I'm over it. And I'm not saying I'm done with it. The, we had tickets for, the, we went two years ago. Texas lost. Thanks, Sam Ellinger. We had tickets for last year's game, but they, they did so many limited number of seatings that we didn't get our seats. And it, it has to do with, look, to get tickets, you really have to go through a third party. And if something happens, and it, the third party stuff is starting to become a real part pain in the ass. I'm not saying I'm done going to it. I, look, I think my record is either 6-3 and three or 7-2 and two Longhorns. I w- I'd love to go to the game, but uh, and and here's the other thing: tickets are very expensive to this game, and I would rather save up what if we're saving up anything to go to WrestleMania this year, or at least to the cons for WrestleMania because that's here in Dallas. But that is a good question. So JS Floors isn't no 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 JS Floors has nothing to do with Dog the Bounty Hunter. If JS Floors was looking for Brian Laundry instead of installing quality floors, they would have found it. That's how good they are. So now we, we have to sing here. And uh, let's send some good vibes to uh, Hot Stephanie's way. That's all I'm going to say. But we need to send some good vibes her way. And I think this is it, it, this is one of those songs that, that just automatically hit, makes you have good vibes. Here we go. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, I need your help. Who help today? You're gonna have to tell me. Marriage, finance. 
asked what to say. But you just gotta. Oh wait, I haven't done this song in a while. Hold on, I'm I'm trying too much here. Let let let's start this shit over. One more time. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, I hear I'll get your help today. You're gonna have to tell me. Marriage finance, I know just what to say. But you just gotta write me And you should do it right now Ask the Arnie or I'll fuck a cow My heaviness is killing me I must confess I still love cheese Gouda cheese When you don't write me I fuck a cow That's one. That's one. And then uh, I, I feel like, uh, oh, this is a good one for number two. Okay, number two. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. Band, you ready? Here we go. Kick it off. some problems I can help you don't worry I'm a trained professional we've all been there time after time now you gotta ask so I can help you out ask me now ask me now before You sure miss me, that is pretty obvious Fat and fatter is what you've become Don't you really miss me when rating bonuses come out Ask me now, ask me now Before I fuck a There you go. There you go. Man, oh man. That's solid gold right there. Solid fucking gold. When rating bonuses come out, LMAO, yeah. Uh, All right, let's see. 
Damn, I'm yeah, yeah. The Britney song. I, I I'm sorry, I fucked the Britney song up. I haven't done it in such a long time. Uh, all right, here we go. First letter, and this actually came in uh, either Thursday or Friday, and it is from our our good friend, Ratbird. Oh wait, hold on a second here. Uh, first mail in here. Oh, what a there we beautiful go. morning. I'm all off. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. All right, it says, hey, Arnie, my wife for the last year has been asking me to buy her a pair of cowboy boots. This sneaker-wearing libertarian knows nothing about cowboy boots. She wants a pair of Tacovas. She says they're handmade in Mexico but are sold here in their own stores. So, Arnie, how is this brand of boot? And what type of skin should I get her? Again, thanks, because this sneaker-wearing city slicker does not know shit about Western wear and does not want his wife looking like a character from Toy Story. <laughs> uh, Tacovas are fine, handmade boots. I have a pair. I have a pair of Black Lizard Tacova boots. I love them. I love all my boots. Braddy Kid has a pair. Um, my favorite boots, you ask about skin. When I was growing up, the sign that you had made it was ostrich. If you could wear a pair of ostrich skin boots, that was a, a sign of, okay. And then now the sign has turned into alligator. I, I have a pair, uh, I have two pair of gator boots. Well, one crocodile, one gator. I've got three pair of ostrich, two pair of elephant. And uh, a pair of the lizards. Lizards are fantastic. Alligators are fantastic. Ostrich. Ostrich is, maybe stay away from that rat bird because that's kind of a, it's more of a, a, a southern thing. You're, you're going to be, you know, sunning it up there. I would go lizard or alligator, one of those two. And as far as company goes, there's nothing wrong with Tacova. Personally, my favorite boot company is Justin. I just grew up wearing Justin boots. And then Lucchese, if, but it, if, if you buy a pair of Lucchese's, you're going to pay out the ass for them. But Tacovas are great boots. So there you go. Check it out. Uh, proof you're raising more elevated sons than I did, AOB. My boys, 2719, would never have said mate with a cow. They would have straight up said, Mom, he's going to fuck a cow. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> uh, she has to try them on. In my experience, my boot size and boot size is different, or shoe size and boot size is different. And depending on the toe of the boot size is different. I've been known to get boots stuck on my foot. That is very, very true. Try uh, look, This is the one thing I'll say. I know what size boots I wear in Justin and in Lucchese and now Tacova, and I think I wear three different sizes. Honestly. It's either 11 and a half or 12, and if it's a 12, it can go D or 12E or double E. 11 and a half, double E, I can only get away with that in Lucchese. So there you go. Have her try them on. And like you said, like you said, they have their own stores. They're super nice stores. And by the way, they are super nice boots. And he says thank you. All right, you are very welcome. So there you go. There's our first one out the way. Uh Uh-huh. Actually, that was the second one because he asked me about the tickets. So, uh, let's do this. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. This is from Leonard. 
He says, hey, Arnie, I was just listening back to his show from about a month ago or so, and I heard you talk about the story of Aunt Jemima and how it's all made up. I'd always thought the story was true about the lady becoming the first black female millionaire. It's kind of funny the way the media has hidden things from us for all these years. Thanks for the great shows every day, Linder. Now, look, this came to my attention. I read this letter, and I edit some of the emails and, and some of the things I get. Um, I thought it was always true. And it was Ogre, who's on this show, uh, who's on the message board, who pointed it out to me how it was made up. Now, I checked it out, and I came on the next day, and I said I was totally wrong, and I apologized. That's a society that we need to live in. When you're wrong about something, and by the way, it's okay to be wrong. You don't always have to be right, and by the way, you will not always be right. But it seems like in our country we get, if somebody's wrong, they're automatically labeled a racist, full of hate and stuff like that. Now, Ogre did not portray that on me. He just let me know. To me, being wrong is like losing. I hate them both, but you learn so much more from when you're wrong and from losing. I have no problem saying I was wrong on something on this show. If I do the research and find out, yes, I was wrong, I have no problem with that at all. And I was wrong about the Aunt Jemima lady. I wish that more people could, could see it's not that bad of a deal to be wrong. You don't lose all, any credibility by being wrong. You lose credibility when you double down and you, you try to say no. This, like like with, with, with Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden still hasn't come out and said sorry to those Border Patrol workers, the ones he fired because they were, quote-unquote, whipping Haitians. He was wrong. And I think if we were, even at that high of a post, he can come out and say, I was wrong about that. I think you, you want to bring America together, you want to you unite people, you want to stop being so polarizing. Admit when you're wrong. Joe Biden were to admit I was wrong about that, I would have a new level of respect for him. I'd still hate his guts, but at least I'd say, hey, there's a guy on Facebook, uh, a black fellow on Facebook who, who did this, and now I follow him. A lot of people ask where I get my news stories from. There's a website that I love going to. Uh, hold on a second here. Let me, I'm going to look it up on my phone. Um, and this is great. It's called Knews, and that's spelled with a Z.com, K-N-E-W-Z.com. And they'll give you the headline, and then they give you four or five different ways the story's been written. It's one of my favorite websites to use. So, Leonard, yes, it's okay to be wrong in society. You will not die. I mean, mean, if you make the wrong choice and you're, like, going to speed off a bridge, then you could die. But there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Uh... Ogre shattering the mystery one fucking insightful moment at a time. Next thing you know, he's going to pull some odd facts out to prove cupcakes are fattening and unicorns don't exist. It's madness. He's got to be stopped. 
Uh, Ogre says, Gin cupcakes are made from almond batter and coconut-based frostings are just dandy, but unicorns are quite real. The leprechaun told me so. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, uh, let's see, moving on here. Uh, this one, oh, wait, wait, what we got here? Here we go. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. I was wondering what you thought of something I saw online today. Well, I, I don't know. You're going to have to send it to me. Oh, he did. Okay. Uh, I know you talk about how strict your school dress code was. What do you think of this? And that's Cody. Okay, so he sent me a picture. And it says, if, you're, if you interrupt a girl's school day to force her to change her clothes or send her home because her shorts are too short or her bra straps are visible, you are telling her that making sure boys have a distraction-free learning environment is more important than her education. Instead of shaming girls for their bodies, teach boys that girls are not sexual objects. Okay, and while I'm doing that in junior high and high school, let me piss into the wind as well. I, I, I love stories like this. I love seeing stuff like this. They send her home because they're short. Uh, they will send boys home if their shorts are too short. I was sent home for wearing a sex wax surf wax T-shirt. Now, I was sent home because it was a distraction to the learning process. A girl bra strap. If you want to have your daughter go out, go to school in short shorts and, and bra strap showing, go ahead. And by the way, uh, way to teach your, teach your boys that girls are not sexual objects. Okay, I, I can agree with that. But how about this? How about we let that front core just develop on its own. I, I don't want a bunch of uh, girls in school looking like a bunch of hoes. Now, let me ask you, uh, to, to Cody, who wrote this, I, I don't know what he thinks of it. He didn't give me, or she didn't give me their ideas on this. Would you let your school girl go to school like that? That's a simple question. If your girl's got a pair of short shorts on, some sort of top where you can see her bra straps, are you going to let her go to school? Okay, and what then we do teach girls to act like sexual objects? Because believe me, 13, 15, 17-year-olds, her only objective is to look cute, to be seen, to show off what she's got. Who's going to teach her that her actions matter as well? Once again, once again, I understand what they're saying with this thing. But why not teach your daughter some, some self-respect and to dress appropriately for school? And, and by the way, I'm just going to let you in on this little secret here. They aren't sexual. Women and men are both sexual objects. They are. Do you know how many girls have been harassed when the boys couldn't see their, their, their thongs or their, their bra straps? It still happens. And when do schools issue school spirit binders so each boy can look straight ahead? Well, I hope he's looking straight ahead at another boy. 
Uh, th- this is this is dumb. This is just somebody who's honestly pissing in the wind. They want they want reactions to this. I'll give them a reaction. You're an idiot. There you go. Cowboys girl says this is part of growing up. It used to be. It used to be. I agree completely. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I was just wondering what shows you would suggest that I look into. I know new seasons of stuff are starting. Uh, Is there anything that I've missed out on over the summer that I can binge on now in case the new shows suck this year? That's from Mike. Well, we are literally a month and two days away. A month and two days away. Oh, goddamn. Busted another nail. Jesus, dog. Uh, From the new season of Yellowstone, which looks amazing. Cowboys girl beat me to it. Mike, if you have a fire stick and you can jailbreak it, I've seen it on there. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, I will I will start and end every conversation with either Yellowstone or Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's been fantastic. Uh, if you like wrestling, I've been watching a show called Heels. It's on Stars, but once again, you can jailbreak it. Heels is not a bad show. It's not great, but it's not bad. Billions, I just finished the uh, whatever season this was of Billions. Wow, was it epic or what? Holy shit. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, Chicago PD, today is Tuesday, which means on the ION network, we got Chicago Fire on all day. I love Chicago Fire. I like that show a lot. Chicago PD, I like both those. Fire and PD. I'm not a big fan of the medical one in Chicago, though. Uh, Anything else? Anything else? I mean, you got your old staples. You can go back and watch Ray Donovan from Showtime, Shameless. There's a lot of great shows that are out there that have been on, but these are the newer ones. And, yes, Ted Lasso would be my numero uh, uno. There you go. All right. Next mail. Is that, is that is that was that good? Okay. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, were you for real about calling a Texas game this season? I think that would be fucking amazing to hear how you really are during a game. I'm a huge Niners fan and know how much I get worked up when they're pissing me off, and I can only imagine how funny you would be to listen to. I hope it's real, and I will for sure be tuning in. Well, uh, Young Harm sent me, like, a graphic for it. I'll I'll put the graphic up once we get a little bit closer. Um, But, yes, I will be calling uh, October 30th, the Longhorns at Baylor. Be happy to call that game. I got to check out Barry. I, I watched Barry on HBO. That's the one with uh, Bill Hader. I didn't like it. I, I just didn't like it. I watched the first whole season. I was pumped about it because I love Bill Hader. And second season, I was just kind of, yeah. 
But hey, that's just me. You can like it. I, I don't care if you like it. That's great. But yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't care for it. It's not funny. Bubba gets extreme anxiety and freaks out if they shut the bed. Shut the bed. What's shut the bed? If they shit the bed, shut the bed, shit the bed. I don't know. Um, it's not. Oh, oh, the Longhorns. You mean shitting the bed? Oh yeah, Bubba. Bubba can't watch a game with me anymore because I yell too much. But, yes, I will be covering that game October 30th. It'll be right here at ArnieRadio.com. So, there you go. And that was written by uh, Dane. Dane wrote that. So, that'll be a fun game to do, I hope. Uh-huh. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie Why hole you and so listen low? up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I'm with you and wondering why Anthony Fauci isn't in jail yet. I mean, think about it. If that was some regular guy who had lied to federal authorities, they would have arrested him as soon as they found out it was a lie. Do you think it's the fact that he's been a part of the government for so long and knows where the quote, unquote, bodies are hidden? I really do appreciate uh, how you break everything down and don't say it's all one group's fault. I wish more people could see it that way. Hell, even Bill Maher is starting to make sense, and that never happens. And that's from Brandy. Yes, Brandy, you're absolutely right. When Bill Maher and I start agreeing on stuff, you better check the soles of your feet because the ground is freezing over because hell is just flat out froze. I don't know why Anthony Fauci isn't in jail. Literally, I, I, I honestly, I can't tell you. Does it have something to do with him being the, the America's top doctor, the highest paid government employee in America? Does it have to do with that? Probably. I mean, he does know a lot of secrets. He's been in that beltway for a long, long time. I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that nobody has. He must have an expansive uh, protection deployment. I'm surprised somebody hasn't, like, taken just, like, a sucker punch shot at him. I'm not saying that they should. So before any fucking... Secret Service roll up to the house. I'm saying they should not do it. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened. The guy's already trying to cancel Christmas for this year. Even though case numbers are going down dramatically. He lied to Rand Paul at least three times during on three separate occasions. You have to swear and take an oath on a Bible. Now, I know he's a scientist, and he probably doesn't believe in God. That's fine. But that's the way the court works, that you swear to it. And he's done these things. He's gotten away with it. If you want Fauci sucker punch, convince him to run a recall election against Gavin Newsom. 
Oh, he recanted on the Christmas talk? Of course he did because uh, they're like, hey, hey, shut up, dickhead. Look, Anthony Fauci knows exactly what's we We all say that Anthony Fauci's an asshole, he's an idiot, he's stupid. He's not. I'm not standing up for him because I still hate his fucking guts, and I'd be one of the people that wanted to sucker punch him. To me, Anthony Fauci is nothing more than the scapegoat. Anthony Fauci is Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald had a whole lot. He didn't have a gigantic beef with JFK. I think that just like Oswald, Fauci is going to be the patsy. We all hate him and the people that are in charge of everything. The richest of the rich. They tell him what to say. They ain't got nothing to worry about. They get coronavirus. I, I, I answered somebody yesterday on TikTok. This gal who says she's a nurse was making fun of a gal who said she wouldn't take the virus or wouldn't take the vaccine and then got sick. This is a new trend now where they're making fun of people who get sick. And she came out and says, oh, it, because the gal says, oh, I, I, I would just take ivermectin and something else, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, the nurse, the alleged nurse, said, oh, you're going to take something that isn't regulated by or approved by the FDA? And I had to put on there. I said, if you are truly a nurse, I feel bad for your patients because ivermectin is actually approved by the FDA for human consumption. So you're not taking horse tranquilizers. Do you think that Oswald really shot JFK? I think he shot at him. Maybe one of them bullets got him. But I don't know how he shoots him in the side of the head and it bounces back the other way. That would be more of an entryway, you know, facing you. The mob doesn't turn on their own. They take them out when the heat gets really hot and has for years. I, I agree with that, Mike. And, and it hasn't gotten that hot yet on Fauci. The more, the more things that fall and the more things that drop, the hotter it will get for him. And then Anthony Fauci will be involved. He'll either suicide himself or be in a terrible car accident and die. We all know the comedian killed Kennedy, hashtag Watchmen. Oof, that's a great reference. There's way too much blue penis in that movie, though. Uh, but, yes, I think Anthony Fauci should go to jail. Absolutely. I think anybody, if you lie to Congress, you should go to jail. Bill Clinton, I'm talking to you. I did not have sexual relations with that young woman. Yes, you did. When you put your cock in her mouth, that is a form. They call it anal, or, or uh, it's not anal. What, what's it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's anal sex. It, it, it falls in that, that category. Or two bullets to the head by suicide. He'll be one of those things. 
Anthony's Anthony Fauci is not long for the tooth anymore. He, he I I don't see Anthony Fauci making it two or three more years. Damn straight, it was LBJ from the grassy knoll. Follow the money. Castro set the whole thing up. J. Edgar Hoover covered it all up. Well, if it would have been, if the LBJ that you're talking about is Lady Bird Johnson, then I can go along with that because she's the one who had the money. Lyndon didn't have shit. Lady Bird's daddy owned radio stations all over the great state of Texas, and she was very, very rich and very, very ugly. Hence his children being very, very ugly. You look at LBJ's kids and you go, fuck, did you have a kid that survived? What do you think happened to the people who were being supinated with the Clinton scandal? Oh, the, what, the voting thing? I would honestly, you, you want my honest opinion? Because it's somebody on her staff who has been arrested, right, for lying. But see, they do arrest people for lying in the Congress. They arrested somebody that was on her campaign. Um, they should arrest Hillary because she knew exactly what was going on. Um, what I think will happen is they might have a trial for him and we'll watch it. And, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And if there's anything that comes out of it, then you'll get a presidential pardon. LBJ was a fag. He wanted to see Forrest Gump's ass. But, yes, I, I do believe that, that the people that are tied in the Clinton, you know, the, the Hillary Clinton-led and approved bullshit news story about Russian collusion Somebody needs to pay for that. I think it's going to be her campaign manager, the guy they've arrested. Just due to the fact that how much money did that cost America? For the FBI to investigate and investigate, and they never found anything. Why? Because it was made up. I think they could probably, they, they could probably charge them with some sort of fraud. I'll tell you that right now. She knew she was defrauding the government and having all these FBI investigations over a story she knew was not true. Uh, but as far as Anthony Fauci, I don't know. I just I, I think that we've gotten to a point where we don't hold people responsible anymore. Have you been watching the FX show Impeachment? What do you think? No, I haven't. I haven't been watching that, the Bill Clinton one. I haven't been watching it. I, I remember when, when he testified in front of Congress, I was getting a wisdom tooth taken out. They had just broken on a, a piece of uh, fried chicken. Fucking crooked-ass dentist wanted me to get a root canal. Fuck you, dude. It was on a Monday because I had to work that night. I had to work the Monday Night Football, which is the Cowboys-Eagles. At the little wall in Reno. It, it, it's a shame that we give these people so much power. We elect them, and then they get power hungry. The more power they get, the hungrier they get. 
Look at Nancy Pelosi. Look at Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer has got to be one of the creepiest individuals. I mean, he gives creepy lessons to Ted Cruz. Chuck Schumer has those glasses down low on his nose so he can see little kids better, I imagine. And I'm just betting. I I don't know if this is all fucking just guesses. But I'm guessing that Chuck Schumer has some real wicked fucking sexual desires. We're talking fucking fishnets that he wears with high heel spikes. He's probably one of those guys that likes to get kicked in the nuts. For fun, he goes into the congressional break room, jerks off on some sandwiches, and gives them to his fellow fucking congresspeople. Chuck Schumer is weird, man. He is a creepy, creepy dude. I realize it's dramatized, but I've been uh, having fun watching the show Impeachment. The good old days of when we were forced on a blue dress and sex, yeah. Schumer has his own pedo island. Oh, God. Chuck, Yeah, Chuck Schumer is creepy. The way he looks down at you and he's looking through those glasses down on his nose. And he's Amy Schumer's uncle. That should be enough to hate him forever right there. Uh, but Brandy, Chuck Schumer, uh, Anthony Fauci, he probably won't go to jail. He probably never ever see the inside of a jail, ever. Schumer's dog knows what his anus tastes like with peanut butter, <laughs> and by the way, vice versa, minus the peanut butter for Chuck in his dog's ass. Uh. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Welcome to mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, Schumer is converted to Islam sexually and a picture of a goat. Okay, now I got to get serious here. Serious letter here. Serious time. Chuck Schumer and Jerry Nadler go to the Capitol basement and jerk off to pictures of Cori Bush and see who can come first on a cracker. And the loser has to eat the cracker. Dear Arnie, my mom is in the hospital right now suffering from breast cancer. She's a big fan as well, and I was wondering if you could say something during your show to her and tell her how proud my sisters and brothers are of her for fighting so hard. The doctors say she is recovering nicely, but of course, she and us are still scared as hell. She was the one who would let us listen to you guys in the morning on the way to school, even though you said it wasn't for kids, which it wasn't. So, Arnie, you've been in our lives for a long, long, long time and looking for more years to come. Thanks, a lifelong fan, Derek. And he says, P.S., her name is Melissa. Well, let me just say this, Melissa, and I hope Derek's recording this or maybe they're listening to it in the hospital right now. Melissa, keep up the good fight. Don't give up. Your kids are very proud of you for how hard you're, you're fighting. 
You've got this one golden child, Derek, who actually wrote me. I don't know about the other parts of your clan. They didn't write me. Derek did. Derek, Derek should be your favorite, Melissa, because he wrote me. He's obviously a smart one of the bunch, but you did a good job, minus letting them listen when we were kids when I was making all kind of really, really oof, bad double entendres. But, Melissa, we're sending you good vibes as well. You should pull through this and get through this. God bless you. Douglas says, fuck cancer. Amen to that. Amen to that. Some asshole on TikTok. When my, my joke that's gone super viral on TikTok now is the, how do you get gum out of your hair? Cancer. It's racked up almost 5 million views. And now people are like, well, you think it's funny to make jokes about cancer? I do. I do, because my mom died of cancer. My dad had it in 1980, and they gave him a 9% chance of living. And he lived until, like, 2017. So I think jokes that lighten the mood on anything are okay. To that dipshit that was fucking writing on my page. Oh, this isn't cool. My dad has cancer. I was like... Okay, sorry. I, I, I didn't give it to him. I just tell jokes. But, Melissa, you're going to be good. you got reason to live. you got your kids. You've got to turn those other kids into great Derricks. That's what you got to do. Derek is your golden child. Derek, I, from one golden child in a family to another, bravo, my friend. sure all of Derek's fucking family hates me now, except Derek and his mother, of course. Uh, let's see. So I, got, I got a spam message from Parlor. Not to say stop talking about them, just to let me know what's on their site. Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, my dad passed away. Uh, this is a Cowboys girl. My dad passed away in 2018 of blood cancer. Fuck cancer. And your jokes are funny, Arnie. Tell them to fuck your feelings. Yeah, look, uh, they're jokes. I didn't give I, the, to that guy who said that, you know, about his dad. I didn't give it to him. I'm just trying to make people laugh. That's all. Uh, all right, next mail is Arnie. I just got one of your Mount Rushmore wrestling t-shirts and was wondering, hey, all right, awesome. My t-shirt's available at tpublic.com. Uh, I'm going to put I'm gonna put something up this week because there's a huge sale. Starts next week at tpublic.com. Shirts are like half off. I uh, just got one of your Mount Rushmore wrestling t-shirts. That was a new release I put out last week. And was wondering if you were going to release any of the other Mount Rushmore's. Dude, I love that part of your show, Billy. It was hard for me to even pick out the wrestling one, but I that was the easiest one for me to pick out to do the Mount Rushmore of. I don't know which other ones I'd do. I don't want to have a whole page of Mount Rushmore's of this. I mean, I could, but I don't necessarily want to. 
I mean, it depends on what the Ass family says they want in shirts. I mean, we got pork snorkeling up there right now, tpublic.com, like backslash the Arnie State Show, I guess. And hopefully they'll take you right to my thing, my storefront. And these just aren't just T-shirts. You can get them made into long sleeve shirts, hoodies, baseball type, you know, the old concert T-shirts. You can get them made into that. You can get them made in stickers, all kinds of shit. Uh, but I would need the ass family's help for the next Mount Rushmore of if, if I want to release that. And that would be up to the ass family if they want another Mount Rushmore shirt to come out. So I, I, I'm sorry, Billy, I don't have a better answer for you just yet. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of crackheads, uh, the one with, with Hunter Biden, I like that one. The cocaine, yeah, that one's pretty good. But, I mean, we had mullets up there. Mustaches. They, there are a lot of good ones up there. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. Uh, okay. So I have a question. I think you would be the man to answer. I, too, am a big wrestling fan and was really pissed when they let Braun Strowman go from the WWE. And then they did the same thing to Bray Wyatt. First question is, why do you think they let those two young guys go? Question number two is, do you know if and when they are going to the new AEW? Thanks, and I hope you know the answers and you don't have to look too hard to find them, Frank. Well, appreciate that, Frank. Christopher just wrote up here, Arnie making jokes about cancer isn't the same as the whore nurse from yesterday's show making fun of a baby born with a birth defect. Arnie is a pro and knows how to properly make fun of sad things. Well, thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. With all the fake news in this world, let's spread some truth. The truth is that hot girls poop, too. We can help spread this truth via Tee Public. Order your shirt and tell the fake news to fuck off. Yes, because hot girls poop, too. Thank you, V. Coop. Uh, getting back to Frank's letter. Okay, I got to talk wrestling here. Last night's Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Yeah. I think Vince McMahon needs to retire. Um, and the reason being is we, we've gotten past the days of caricatures. We don't need guys coming out and, you know, dressed like a lumberjack saying he's from Canada. Hey, hey. But we, we don't need that. We just need wrestling. You can have funny names. You can have kitschy. You can have masked wrestlers still, the luchadors. But this whole idea of, of people down like, you know, Bray Wyatt turning into The Fiend, that, that was stupid. That was really dumb. I'm sorry. If you like The Fiend, more power to you. As a wrestling fan, I thought it was stupid. The whole Alexa Bliss thing where she was, like, mesmerized by him and then had this doll that had superpowers. That was stupid. They jumped the shark with that stuff. Braun Strowman was the main reason why I still watched the WWE when he was on there, because I loved that guy. That guy was awesome. But he's been fired. And his 90-day no-compete... No compete. No compete has ended. He just wrestled on some shitty thing. 
Now, here's the rumor. The rumor is that both Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt are not talking to just only the AEW. Impact Wrestling. If you have DirecTV, that's uh, on the Axis channel on Thursdays. It's on all day long. It's the old NWA. No, not the EZE version. I'm talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, but rumor is that Braun Strowman is going there. Bray Wyatt is still up in the air to see what they're going to do with him. I just don't want the Fiend character coming back. I honestly, I think it's stupid. I, I really do. That, that he has demonic powers. Look, we all believed that a long time ago with The Undertaker. And then Undertaker finally got away from it, and it was a fucking bike ride, motorcycle rider. He was a badass. Because they made him into a real-life type of person. The gimmicks and stuff have to stop. Because fans are... And the other thing that has to stop is the no-blood rule. I I know I went off on this last week, and I'm going to go off again today. Because when there's a cage match, somebody needs to bleed. Braun was killed when he lost eight times trying to become WWE champion, and Bray sucks. I I wasn't a big fan of Bray Wyatt. I liked him more when he was the swamp, you know, swampy voodoo guy. I liked that character better. NWA is no longer a part of Impact. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay, my bad. That's my fault then. Thank you. Ghost in Nevada wants to sniff Liv Morgan's wrestling attire. If Vince retires, who runs the company? Stephanie, Triple H, or Shane? Shane, I, well, there's a, another big rumor going around that WWE might be for sale. The CEO isn't Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He's the chief operating official. He's the COO. I'm not sure what exactly Stephanie's title is, but the CEO of the WWE is a guy named, uh, it's not Tony Khan, that's the guy that runs the, AEW. It's something else with Khan as the last name. They're trying to make the WWE as big and as much much profit as they can so they can sell it off for the most amount of money. NBC has been in talks about buying it. Disney, and I God, if Disney buys WWE, wrestling is over. Nick Khan. Thank you, V-Coop. I shouldn't say that wrestling is over because... I've started to really watch a lot more of the AEW. Well, Shane is no longer with WWE under contract as a performer. He's still there. He's still running. He still works, you know, in and out of the the thing, but he's not long no longer under contract. He's not going to turn his back on his daddy's company. I wish they would let somebody run the the thing that is talented and can come up with creative ideas. Now, Tony Khan is doing that in the AEW. He got rid of uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and uh, what the world champion. That that's Kenny Omega. They were all executive vice presidents, and they had control over the content. Well, he's taken that away. He's in charge of the content now. There's a huge rumor. 
that Jim Cornette might be coming to the AEW and he can help with stories and things like that. The problem with the AEW is this. And I can tie this into uh, the radio industry. The most successful radio stations in America, rock-wise, the reason why they are so popular is because people can count on them for playing the hits, which means the most popular stations in America have a teeny-tiny library of music. It's between five and 700 songs. This is why you will hear Inner Sandman all the time on 98 Rock. Because it tests well with their group. And they don't have a big, big jukebox in there. That's the problem, right? And, and you can just pick the best out of the best. AEW has a guy named MJF who's a great heel. I don't like him. As, I don't think he's that good of a wrestler. On the mic, though, he is badass. And sometimes he's not on TV for two weeks. The AEW's roster is far too big right now. Adding the people they've added, the the, the kid from uh, Adam Cole, kid from SmackDown, great move on their part. How about Matt Stone and Trey Parker? They did good. Yeah, in the South Park Wrestling, I like that one. That one is good. Uh, I still don't know why they let Braun Strowman go. Bray Wyatt, they said there was a, a creative difference with him and the character of the Fiend that he wanted to go in different places, and they're like, no. MJF will be the top face in wrestling in three years. Maybe, maybe. He came to the AEW as a, a, a face. He was a friend of Cody's. Cody Rhodes, baby. The American Dream Son, the American Nightmare, if you will. See, I, I, I need Cody to have a moment because Cody is close to having that, that lisp that Dusty has. I have wined and dined with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Um, and, and he has that. He has that little bit of lisp in there like Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream Daddy. Hard times, baby. AEW is getting all kinds of love from what happened last week with Arn Anderson when he said if he, he was calling Cody Rhodes out and he said, if somebody comes up to you and carjacks you, you just put your hands up and say, please don't hurt me. Somebody does that to me, I reach down and get the Glock and I spill his brains all over the, the concrete. Fucking Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson is the truth. By the way, there are some new Arn Anderson facts up. These are all totally true and all legitimate. When Arn Anderson walks into a tough man event these days, smells like bitch in here, everyone agrees. Arn Anderson has his cake and eats it too. When the police get overwhelmed, they call the National Guard. When the National Guard gets overwhelmed, they call Arn Anderson. Tom Brady thanks God every day that Arn Anderson thinks football is a girl's sport. Tall buildings leap to get out of the way for Arn Anderson. 
Nothing can kill Arn Anderson, including Arn Anderson. If Arn Anderson goes up, he chooses to come down. Love it. Just love the Arn Anderson shit. Oh, man, he is awesome. So, Frank, there you go. Uh, keep an eye out on Impact Wrestling. Keep an eye out. AEW is said to be closer with Bray Wyatt than they are Braun Strowman. Which bums me out because I want to bring Braun back. I like him. All right, final letter here today. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? What does Chuck Norris think of Arn Anderson? Chuck Norris checks under his bed for Arn Anderson. This one says, Arnie, just wondering if you'll still talk to anyone, if you still talk to anyone that you work with. I saw that there's a health issue going on and wondering if you reached out to them to pass on, as you would say, good vibes. That's from Natalie. Uh, The answer is no. I, I do not talk to anyone that I used to work with on any of the shows I've ever worked on. I think I know what you're talking about, and I'll say this to my... This could sound mean, this could sound bitter. Um, if it's true, I hope that person gets better. It, and I say if it's true, because radio has been known to stretch the truth on things in order to gather more public eyes and make them a popular show again. And radio's been known to stoop low. I'm not going to say it hasn't. I'm not going to say that I haven't been a part of it. If it is indeed true, I hope this person gets better and is on the mend. I don't wish them all to die, all the people that I've worked with in the past to die. But uh, if it's true, like I said, if it's true, I hope they get better. Uh, Ogre says, what wrestling also needs is something like United Artists, founded uh, by and for movie stars and not just the executives. Imagine a right, uh, wrestling federation owned and proven success stories like Dwayne Johnson, Steve Austin, Mark Calloway, who actually have tons of money, understand the business, understand characters and promotions. That way you get the creative deadlock of the WWE out of the way. Yes. Look, they still have talent like this week going on in wrestling. I'm going to get away from this letter here, go back to wrestling. There's a guy who's wrestling on NXT. NXT is the developmental league. And the WWE last night had their draft, and they took a kid who has not even been in an NXT match, this guy who won the gold medal for the Americans in Olympic wrestling. They signed him, and he's already got a spot on Raw. I don't know if they're going to make him Kurt Angle Part 2 or what, but there's a guy in NXT that I will stop everything for and watch. Is it stupid name of Braun Breaker? It's Rick Steiner's son, Scott Steiner's nephew. They were going to call him Rex Steiner, because that's how you say their last name is Rex Steiner, but they just changed it to the Steiner Brothers. Braun Breaker is badass. He has the physical ability and tools just like his dad and uncle. 
and his mic skills are fantastic already. Yet, he was not drafted by either Raw or SmackDown. You want young talent to come up? You have to bring them up. This kid's ready to bring up. I like him a lot. Oh, he's going to be a good one. He is going to be a real, real good one. So there you go. Is that it? Is that all I have? That's all I have mail-wise today. If you would like to write the show, please do. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler, or you can call 775-357-FANS.
legs and kick you both in the fucking jaw with my foot bone. And I'm glad your husband died. Arnie State Show. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, A man has been taken into custody after U.S. Capitol Police extracted him from a suspicious SUV outside the Supreme Court building. Supreme Court just put back into, uh, whatchamacallit, um, yesterday into uh, to, to hearing cases, just went back in yesterday. 55-year-old Dale Paul Melvin from Michigan, and the police performed a controlled explosion on the vehicle outside. Uh, this is from The Independent. Uh, let me see if I can find anything. Christopher, you've asked a great question, and I am going to get to it, I promise, uh, here in just a second. Okay, nobody else is reporting this yet. Let's see. No, nobody. Fox News doesn't have it. CNN. I got it. No, nothing on CNN. So I've beaten them both to the punch. So there you go. That's how we roll on this show. Thank you, actor Brian. Uh, uh, all right. Christopher asked a question here. I have a question about rock radio. Okay. I can probably answer it for you. I listened to my local station since I was a kid in the 90s. They would always play a mix of old classics and new release hits. A classic Metallica song followed by Korn and Limp Bizkit, for example, in the late 90s. But around the year 2007, the rock station stopped playing any new records and only played old music. 2005 back, what happened? They did that for the next few years, and then the two big rock stations changed formats around 2014. I switched to listen to music on XM. They have two stations that used to use the old format of old standbys mixes with new records from new artists. Those stations, I think, are very popular, so why don't the terrestrial radio stations do the same? It makes no sense. <sighs> Boy, this is, this, this is uh, okay. Why'd they do that in 2000? I, in 2007, they're still going strong with new music. I, I mean, I can attest to it working at a rock station in 2007. It was about 2010 or 11. That's when the new music started to really go away because the new artists all sucked. And a lot of the older artists weren't putting out new music. So you were stuck. Uh, Jammin' Jay Slater from, you know, Slater's Ding-A-Wings. If you see that, if you see that food truck ever, Slater's Ding-A-Wings, you get you some wings because them are good. Um, he and I had an idea that wanted to start a radio format, and we call it Ultra Rock. And we'd start it in, like, nothing before, like, 1983 or 84. And we'd run up to today's songs. But like no Leonard Skinner on there. Not, nothing previous to 1984. Because from 1984, we had great music from 1984 
to, to where we are now. Now, look, the rock format's dead because there are no good new bands. If you guys all want to like Greta Vance uh, uh, Fleet, or what, I was going to say Greta Van Susteren, the actual fucking news reporter, Greta Van Fleet, I suggest you either buy a Rush album or a Led Zeppelin album and enjoy them the first time. That's what I think of Greta Van Fleet. Not impressed. I'm waiting for a new band to come out and kick ass, but everybody wants to sing about their problems. Nobody wants to hear that in rock music. Now, you're asking about rock radio. Why'd they do this? Why'd they do that? I will tell you why, Christopher. The reason why rock radio has flipped formats and done all this kind of stuff is because the people that are running rock radio have never worked in rock radio or radio in general. They don't know the right people to hire. They hire terrible people. And then, in turn, those terrible people are the ones in charge of the music. There's not a lot of good new music. Like, I I played the... And this makes me sad as hell, honestly. This right here, I played this, and I was like, both of these. This one right here. That's the new Guns N' Roses. There's no balls in that. I, I and, and it pisses me off. And then there's this. This is the new Limp Biscuit. That's new. How about we do this? I mean, you can tell this has more balls than that already. Well, see, that's Limp Biscuit. You, you Guns and Roses, that, that's easy. I mean... New music is terrible. I don't know what these artists are doing. They're all cleaned up. They're all old. No thanks, man. Just play your hits. But the wrong people are working in rock radio. The wrong people are working in radio in general. That's why. And XM can do whatever they want. Because, once again, not on public airways. That's why it's going to be better. They're going to play songs that you want to hear. They really listen to their listeners there because they don't have as many as terrestrial radio does. And when their listeners fucking stop subscribing, they're in a world of hurt. So there you go. I hope that answers a few of your questions there. Uh, all right. So my old high school computer teacher's band actually opened up for the animals back in the 60s. At first he said the doors, then went, no, wait, it was the animals. Yeah, no drugs involved in the 60s. Nope. Uh, okay. What did you send me from the Babylon Bee? Dr. Fauci on the cover. Oh, Jesus. In a fucking... Oh, jeez. That's funny. Uh, is that GNR? It doesn't sound... Yeah. That still... It, it kind of does sound like Limp Biscuit, but not really. Can we name rename them Flaccid Biscuit? No shit. I hate it. Zen Ogre is pretty cool, but the, it sings about the environment and shit. And Doug says, I like Sirius XM. All right, well, there you go. 
All right, cool. Now we got to talk about the movies. Let's talk about the movies, shall we? I am a big fan of going to the movies. And by the way, we have lots of reviews up right now on all the social media pages. Hopefully when we get to, well, not, not hopefully. When we get the new website built, all the reviews will be on my page. Christopher's reviews will be on my page. My reviews will be on my page. I'll put a little link on social media to come to my page. Um, but we got to wait on that. So right now, if you go to a Facebook page, you'll see my review of the Mini Saints of Newark, and you'll see Christopher's review of the Mini Saints of Newark. To say this was a disappointing weekend for the Mini Saints of Newark uh, is an understatement. The, the, the people inside the business said this movie was going to make between 7 and $12 million. Um, it made $4.7 million. Now, Now, they're saying a lot of people watch this on HBO streaming. And this is going to become a new issue in Hollywood. Is this streaming stuff. Scarlett Johansson has settled with Disney, meaning they paid her to shut the fuck up. And her agent's like, if you don't shut the fuck up, you're never going to work again. So they paid her a bunch of money, and she dropped her suit against them. Because these actors and actresses... They sign these contracts, and there's bonuses in these contracts about what if a movie makes this much money. And a lot of people went to the streaming because of the horrible and deadly pandemic. Which is just hurting movies now in return. To say that movies are coming back is an understatement. Due to the fact that this weekend alone, The new Venom movie made $90 million. It wasn't even a holiday movie. And it it killed the box. And this is a sequel to a first one that wasn't all that good. Uh, Ogre says, I didn't mind the theater being almost empty. meant I didn't have to wear my mask. Yeah. Well, this is the thing that's pissed me off. Movies like Venom that made $90 million on a non-holiday weekend. Fucking assholes like Tom Cruise pushing Top Gun 2 colon Maverick back another year. Well, we want to make sure we can get the people in the movie theater. Venom got $90 million, and that was a bad sequel, a a sequel to a not-very-good movie. Top Gun would have gotten a billion dollars at the box office if it ever fucking released. Well, we we got to push it back and make sure. Make sure of what? People are going to the movies again. I mean... Let's see. Let, let's see the the we, weekly numbers. That Shanghai movie that made one hundred and fifty-seven million dollars its opening weekend, or its opening week. I don't know what the weekend was. 
Oh, here we go. Venom. $126 million over the one, the first through the third. Shanghai made $35 million. That weekend, that weekend. $58 million is, oh, I'm sorry, $108 million is, I'm sorry, fuck, let me go back. $136 million it made in its first week. That was Labor Day weekend. Then the next weekend it made $108 million. People are going to the movies. Why not release stuff? And stop the streaming. I, I, I'm, I'm seriously fucking confused here. I don't know what you're talking about, Tom Hardy, that way. Tom Hardy is sexy AF. He can be, and, and he's a good actor. I just didn't think it was that good a movie, the Venom movie. I, I like him. Uh, Addict Brian, you need to find a movie where he stars as a guy named Charles Bronson. Not the actor. He's a British prisoner who's killed, like, fucking so many guards and other inmates in there. And uh, there's a scene where, where, where uh, Tom Hardy takes off pretty much all his clothes. You might, you might see a little bit of the berries in the movie called Charles Bronson. I think it's just called Bronson. Great movie. It's a sequel to that other Marvel movie, Beijing. Wow, $90 million. That movie was a 6 out of 10 movie. I wasn't expecting it to be so popular. Shang-Chi was a better movie, and I don't think it made... Yeah, Shang-Chi made $136 million its opening weekend. Shang-Chi has made a shit ton of money. I mean, we can go back to July, the Fast and the Furious shit movies. Its opening weekend, it made $97 million. The Hitman's Wife Bodyguard, which was a terrible fucking part two to a good movie, made $44 million. People are going back to the theaters. Since, uh, I'll go. Since June 25th through the 27th, the lowest opening, old, that movie Old, which was uh, M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong movie, that was in the 60s. Suicide Squad only made $62 million. Candyman was the lowest at $57 million. The naked movies have not flattered Tom, Tom Hardy. I don't get the fascination with Tom Hardy. I, I like Tom Hardy, not for the nakedness. I, I just like him. Fuck all that. I want to see another Paw Patrol movie signed my daughter. Now, wait a sec. Addict Brian, you said you haven't seen Shang-Chi, but I'll watch it that before the new Venom. But Tom Hardy is in the new Venom. I'm confused. I'm confused. So confused. But let's get back to the many saints in Newark, shall we? If you don't mind. Let, let, Let me get back to this. If I didn't... Recap it again. The Sopranos prequel, which is not really a prequel to The Sopranos. This was a story of Dickie. Uh, that's Christopher, Christopher's father, Moltisanti. Mm. Sorry, I've been working on that phlegm all morning. Oh, God, don't remind me of The Candyman. That movie made me sick. Tom Hardy needs to be in a Guy Ritchie movie with Jamie Hunnett 
and Jason Statham. It'll be called Englishmen Really Do Have Balls. Charlie Hunnam. That's who you want. You want Charlie Hunnam. Ah, oh, Bane. Ah, oh, Tom Hardy. I like the darkness. Ah, oh, you were merely... Uh, I was born in the darkness. Oh, I'm Bane. Would you like to see my wiener? Kids, man, kids want to watch Shanghai. I don't watch things that I actually want to watch. Well, uh, I, I saw the new fucking Sopranos movie. It's all about Dickie uh, Moltisante. There are a couple good parts in it. Like I said, I promise I won't ruin it for you. And if you've never watched The Sopranos, you I, I'm, I'm going to say you will be lost completely. And the actors that are in this are playing p- perfect roles of the people that were in the first one, except the Polly Walnuts character, because that guy just is a smuck. Schmuck. Smuck. Ah, oh, you're welcome for the Bane Boys. Ah, oh, Douglas, yes. Yeah, I, I was very upset with the Sopranos movie because I expected a lot more. And if you're not going to follow how Tony got in there, then follow at least his daddy and his mama. Because the gal who played Tony Soprano's mom in this movie, it she, that's Oscar-worthy performance. She was spot on to the mother in the TV show. And also the guy who played Uncle Junior... Once again, spot on with the guy in the TV show. But if you don't watch the TV show, you're like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Arnie. So there you go. What's our good phrase been this year? Oh, that's right. Bad optics. Bad optics. Well, Givenchy, clothing designer, also a, a, a cologne that men can wear, Givenchy has been criticized for a new necklace that a model wore during Fashion Week. It's a silver necklace that looked like a it was a rope, and yes, it has a noose tying on it. Here you go. I mean, the girl's makeup is just treacherous as well. So there you go. I Look at... Now, now, look, once again, let me just say, I don't care. I, I, I would not wear this necklace. It looks like it's fucking heavy as shit, and it's pokey. You're going to catch, you know, a snag on your damn T-shirt. But it looks like a noose, and we all know in this day and age, if it looks like it, then it has to be it, and of course, somebody's going to be offended by it. I mean, just give her sunglasses if you're going to do that shit to her eyes. She looks like a fucking weirdo with the, the eyes done that way. It only kind of looks like a noose. I mean, yeah, well, kind of a lot. She wore it on people who are losing their minds. Fashion watchdog Diet Prada highlighted the necklace and comparing... Burberry's 2019 hoodie suggested the fashion industry should have learned not to put things that resemble nooses around models' necks. No, instead they should be walking out throwing up into a toilet the food they just ate. Ogre says, my tits are bigger than hers.
Douglas, I didn't like the. I don't like bald dudes with dad bods. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Ashley Brian. Uh, Bane wasn't his best look. The Dark Knight was a good movie, though. Okay, but you don't like fat guys and that are bald. Fantastic. Was that? Oh God, Duck Duck Noose. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, this, this is just stupid on their part. I, and, and you're at a fashion show. So here's the thing that makes it stupid. You're at a fashion show with all these rich, Christi- uh, 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 aristocratic type people who are the first ones that get their feelings hurt over shit. And if you hurt their feelings, then they're going to fucking find a way to get you canceled. Now, I don't think they're going to cancel Givenche or Givenche. But whoever designed this necklace is out of a job. I mean, damn. That's just dumb looking more than anything. Does it say how much it costs? How much is it? Oh, boy. Somebody... Oh, and this happened to them before Burberry. I, I'm looking at the Burberry fur coat that has a, a hoodie and the drawstrings come down to make a noose, and that is a fucking noose right there. Dear God in heaven. You're not saying how much this damn piece of jewelry was worth. I'd say probably about $14.99. You can probably get that on Jewel TV, JTV. Uh, Arnie, my boyfriend, has a dad bod, and he's bald. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I got to do this. This is fucking amazing. This is truly amazing. Douglas, you sent me this story earlier this morning. That fucking ratchety-ass biatch, Sarah Silverman, is slamming Hollywood over Jew-face casting after Catholic Catherine Hahn is cast to play proud Jewish actress Joan Rivers. Actress and comedian Sarah Sylvan argued against the alleged Jew face casting. She claims that there's a long tradition of non-Jews playing Jews, citing several instances in modern film and television. She argued that the alleged practice is fucked up and that representation matters. They probably called, uh, hired Catherine Hahn because she's a better actress. I would imagine, th- th- this is what I would imagine. This is what I imagine. I, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know how tough it is to be a Jew, black, a fucking woman. I, I, I just know how easy it is, especially right now in today's world and day and age it is, how super duper easy it is to be a white man. By the way, if you didn't pick up on, on, on my bullshitting right there, I let me just tell you, I was bullshitting. You hire the best person for the job. The end. Now you want to be right. You don't want to. You, you don't want to put Whoopi Goldberg in there playing Joan Rivers because, well, that would be wrong because Whoopi's black and Joan Rivers is white. 
And you don't want the vice versa happening. You wouldn't want Sarah Silverman playing Whoopi Goldberg in a movie because that would be all wrong, right? So we can agree to that. But we're going down roads now that these are the stupidest roads we've gone down. Fat people can't play, or fat actors cannot play fat people and wear a fat suit. You just have to hire fat actors. So I guess there'll be no more movies with fat actors because there aren't that many. Jack Black doesn't have that much time. You want only gays to play gay characters. Even though Jared Leto did a fucking fantastic job in Dallas Buyers Club. And now, you only want Jews to be able to play Jews. And that's a belief system. That's not even anything you're born with. That would be almost, uh, look, look, just a hire. That means that they would have had to kick Gary Cooper out of pride of the Yankees. Probably the greatest baseball movie ever. You want to know why? Because Gary Cooper couldn't hit left-handed. Sorry, we've got this great actor that wants to play one of the greatest baseball players in the history of the game who died of a disease they later named after him, which is super-duper painful and makes you handicap. But because you don't hit, you can only hit right-handed, well, we can't have you in the movie. No, 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 no. See, what happened was they they took the tape, and they let Gary Cooper hit right-handed, and they made him run to first base, and then they flipped the film. I guess, though, that's that's being anti-right. Sarah Silverman has a big fucking mouth that she needs to fucking shut. Catherine Hahn is fucking hysterical. Catherine Hahn was in Step Brothers, Bad Moms. She was an anchor man. She's a funny lady, and I think I'm, I'm happy that she's in this. And I'm sure the directors would have much rather been able to pick a Jew. Sounds like a Pokemon character. We got to pick a Jew. What about Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights? They better not make any more of those type of movies unless the dude is seriously hung. No more fake dicks. Exactly. Exactamundo. You see, it's called acting. I'm telling you right now, then fucking Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson probably hated Jim Caviezel. Mel Gibson, who did the Jesus movie, all in Gaelic, fucking asshole, or whatever language it was they used in that damn movie. You see, because, and, and, and Jesus being a Jew, you didn't have a Jew playing him? Well, of course not, because Mel Gibson was the director. He ain't going to hire any fucking Jews. I, I don't know what the fascination is with jokes. In, in, like, like, look, I, I've told you all this before. Maybe you all can help me with this. I never got Jew jokes as a kid. I got every other kind of joke, but I didn't get Jew jokes. You want to know why? Because we don't have a lot of Jews that live in Texas. I don't know why that is. I mean, we have every other religion that's here. We got Hare Krishna's here, which I got to look for at the fair on Thursday because they used to hand out pamphlets. And they'd be playing their finger symbols too. 
Does Carlos Mencia still do stand-up? I hope not, because he's a thief. Caviezel nailed that role. (laughs) This is, I I don't get it. Like, I've never got, you know, oh, Jews have such a big nose. Oh, they're free. Because they save their money? We're going to make fun of them for that? We're going to make fun of them for owning Hollywood because they're hard workers? I'm not Jewish. I have nothing against the Jewish people. I'll tell their jokes as easy as I'll tell anybody else's jokes. But I, don't, I didn't get them as a kid. I didn't, I didn't understand it. Is it because they're the ones that killed Jesus? Is that what we're all holding against them, something they did 2,000 years ago? Isn't that the ultimate form of cancel culture? Well, I see on your Twitter account, sir, that you were one of the guards that fucking put the nails in Jesus' feet. You're canceled. Come on, man. I, 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 this, I, and by the way, hey, Sarah, Sarah, you know what? If you wanted the part, you should have, A, been a better actress, B, gotten a better agent, or C, don't watch the fucking movie. There you go. Christopher says, didn't get a chance to text earlier. He was dodging bullets driving that, that, that school bus in Fresno. Uh, I wanted to point out that this week's movie review was a tag team review. I had a different take on the Mini Saints of Newark. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you did. You did. And it, it's a fantastic job. I mean, you're wrong on most of it, but that's okay. Hey, that, that, that's quite all right. We don't mind. I mean, I'm 100% right on this. So. I hate this world that we live in so much. It's such a cesspool. Now, going back, is this this is happening in, in Sacramento? A resident of a neighborhood in Sacramento has reported someone is leaving women's underwear on cars in the neighborhood. The woman spoke publicly about finding underwear under her windshield wiper multiple times. She said others came forward with similar stories. Police have been increasing patrols in the area. They think it's going to be a panty raid or something? They're putting panties on windshields? Oh, oh, that's terrible. There you go. Way uh, Way to use the resources to your benefit there, Sacramento. Unbelievable. Now, now, see, I'm, I'm glad I don't live there because there's a story that I cannot confirm to be true or false because I may or may not have been a person that did this or know people that did this. But you know that show, uh, uh Tattoo Ink Masters, you know the show with uh, with Dave Navarro. We got the tattoo great Oliver Peck on there, and then some other dude, Christopher Nunez, another great tattoo artist. Well, it seems they like to pick artists out of Sacramento. And a couple of them have done dog shit work. 
But one guy had a shop right down the street from the shop that I get tattooed, or I got tattooed at when Whitey was working at Body Bazaar. Like I said, I cannot confirm or deny this. Um, But on one of the episodes, and this guy thought he was God's gift to art and tattooing. This guy who was on Ink Master. And I have to say that I've seen his work, and his work was uh, quite terrible. Well, he got into it with one of his clients because that's what you do as a tattoo artist. You throw money out the door by getting into it with him. And that week's assignment, or that assignment was you had to do a garter belt on a woman. He didn't even do one on himself. I mean, that was like the tattoo artists were like, hey, you should have done it for yourself to keep going in the contest. He didn't. And he didn't go much further in the contest. Now, the rumor is, is that some guys from a tattoo shop somewhere in the Sacramento area dumped a bunch of garter belts on this guy's front door. Now, like I said, I cannot confirm nor deny that any of that happened. It's just a story. Once upon a time in Sacramento. No, they were not soiled underwear. That clip's too long to play here. Good old Grady. Okay. Now we have we have something mass family here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You guys going to be in this or out of this? It's going to be available in October at Walmart. Snickers, who hasn't been afraid to try out new flavors has got a new idea. The cinnamon bun-flavored Snicker bar. The new feature, the new snack will feature cinnamon bun-flavored nougat along with peanuts, caramel, and milk chocolate. Now, I've never had a cinnamon roll that has milk chocolate on it. Senior brand director for Mars Wrigley says, we're excited to continue delivering better moments and more smiles through new innovations for our fans. I aim to surprise them with delicious flavor experiences. The Cinnamon Bun Snickers will be available exclusively at Walmart starting in October. In singles and in packages of 24. Oh, they aren't the only ones coming up with stuff. Hershey announced 13 new items for upcoming holiday season. Reese's Ugly Sweater, which is a peanut butter filled piece of chocolate shaped like a sweater. Oh, isn't that great? So they're getting rid of the Christmas tree now for the Ugly Sweater. Why not this? Why not just release all your good products? Oh, Arnie, it's not festive. Well, festive don't pay the bills. To me, I I don't even know. Do I want to try Snickers, Cinnabon, 
cinnamon cinnamon bun. I don't know. I I, I come on. So dumb. Speaking of dumb, this happened in Arkansas. Woo pig. Um Chris May and meteorologist Barry Brandt were uh, doing their newscast on news station KATV in Arkansas. And they both donned, that means put on, Afro wigs in a way to celebrate temperatures dropping into the 70s. Because the Afro was big in the 70s. All the disco places. Both anchors are white. And they have now been suspended for fire. Oh, suspended and fired after they donned Afro wigs on the air. The segment dubbed Return to the 70s, where on-air personality supported looks like 70s was intended to wait to celebrate. I don't have any video of it. I have the guys wearing them. And... I don't understand. I will try that one live for you. I'll, I'll try the cinnamon bun. So now, if you're white and you pull out an Afro wig, racist. We are also implementing further training for sensitivity and workplace conduct in our line with our comment to ensure events like this don't happen again. Did they get a bunch of people that, that respond? Uh, huh. Sinclair Broadcast Group, which owns the station, fired its news director, Nick Gentry, and indefinitely suspended May and Brandt. In a statement, TV Spy spokesperson for the station said it was determined through our investigation into recent events at KATV that swift action was important to hold responsibles. Just stop it. They're, they were doing a skit on disco. They weren't doing a, a skit on, on, on slavery. Oh, my. There's a new black anchor at the station. Somebody gave him a mammy doll. That's not good. That's bad. Now, that, one, that one I can see being a fireable offense for. But the rest of this is just plain stupidity. Uh, oh, my fucking God. A disco ball would have sufficed. I got zero problem with him wearing a fucking Afro wig. Now, if the Afro wig would have been red, white, and or, or rainbow colored, would they let him wear it because they think they were doing it for gay rights? But instead, it was just doing it like that idiot at sports games. We all remember the the rainbow Afro, uh, right? Everybody remembers that. At least I hope everybody does. All right, last couple stories here. 
First one is coming out of Montreal. Ha ha, c'est la vie. Ha ha, we speak French in Montreal. We do not speak English because English is patouille. A Cessna 172 towing a marriage proposal banner is the main culprit of this story. Well, as the plane was flying and it had the banner out, wouldn't you know, it crashed. Yeah, yeah, it crashed. Video recorded by the 4K guy and fire police show flames engulfing the wreckage. We're looking to speak to the pilot when possible. Transportation Safety Board spoke. Uh, Okay. That's good that the pilot lives so they can talk to him. We haven't ruled anything yet. Uh, We need to take a close look at everything. The remnants of the plane was sent to the laboratory in Ottawa for further testing, eh? Uh, Let's see. Kropitsky said the proposal banner, which was believed to have fallen into the St. Lawrence River before the crash, has not been found. Witnesses say that her and her husband saw the plane uh, towing the banner moments before the crash. Uh, They they don't give an answer. Did she say yes or did she say no? I mean, I got to say, like, if they ain't flying on that plane, which they weren't, and she looks up and sees this thing as it goes down, do you say yes or do you say no? Ask family. Look, I got to ask you to do this. This, this only seems fair if I can find what I need, which I probably can't because I'm an asshole. Oh, come on now. I used to have it. Where'd it go? Okay, you make the call. I, I thought I had it. Oh, there it is. You make the call. So, so you're, you're getting proposed to. Fiance is down on their knees, reaching up to you with a box, small box with a big-ass ring in it. And then he says, look at the sky, and you see, will you marry me? And all of a sudden, <laughs> um, do you get married? There you go. Make the call. You make the call. did you make uh let's see kale says that's an omen i'm gonna pass egb3 says don't do it scott says that's a sign from god run stinkfist says uh no that's a bad omen yeah amen to that man i would jump up from my knees so quick after seeing that and snatch that ring back and go take back No, I ain't getting married if I see a plane crash in my plane that I'm I'm paying for. 
Oh, and you lost the banner? Way to go. Way to go, dude. All right, here we go. Last story. Oh, man. Anybody who watches Law & Order SVU will say, hey, hey this, this, this happened on an episode. It, yeah, it, it's happened on a lot of their episodes. Stories about a man who doesn't want his name released for obvious reasons. says that after taking a 23-year-old woman back to his hotel, things became a little strange. He was at his home in Brooklyn where he took a drink and then became dizzy. The man woke up and he saw this hot chick had been gone along with $52,000 worth of cash and merchandise. Uh, this, this professional stealer and hooker is accused of drugging an unsuspected 23-year-old man, then stealing two Rolexes, a Louis Vuitton bag, and a bottle of cologne. Now, wait a second. Okay. You had me at the two Rolexes. All right, that, that, that right there, that's impressive. Your dad's going to be mad that those Rolexes you bought yourself, son, are gone. Motherfucker had two Rolexes, a Louis Vuitton bag, and those ain't cheap. I don't know why guys have bags. Oh, I oh ba- guys and bags. Oh, hold on. Guys and bags. I got to share it. Oh, yeah. I don't think I talked about this after I got back from SAC, but I got to talk about it today. Was the woman's name Cardi B? Oh, wait. He said hot. Yeah, I did. So this gal drugged the guy. She took his Rolexes, took whatever cash she could find, a Louis Vuitton bag, and the most important thing she took, a bottle of cologne. I do not have the, the exact bottle that she took. I'm betting. I'm betting it's probably a a, a Todd Ford or Tom Ford cologne because his colognes are really expensive. So guys in bags. Okay, enough of that story. Done with that one. So last time we flew out, flew out of Dallas, going to Sacramento. Okay, and we're standing in line so we can get the pre-poured passes because I have I, I get anxious on flights. Wink, wink. Well, there's a couple ahead of us, and she's got one of the fakest Louis Vuitton bags I've ever seen. She looks like a Russian gal who's just bored and wants to spend money, but they they, they buy all their shit on Wish. And the dude, you know, I mean, he had worked at some convenience store on a corner in downtown Dallas since the day he was born. He's rolling in the green Adidas sweats and, and jumpsuit and all the, the, the hottest Nike kicks that he can get. They look like they're, you know, either they know somebody in the cartel or maybe they know somebody in the Russian mob. I don't know what it is. 
Because motherfuckers are in front of us, and they're slow as shit. She puts her bag up on the thing, and it weighs like, I don't know, probably 62 pounds. You can only have it weigh 50 pounds. So they take it off. He opens his bag. She starts shoving all her shit in his bag. Guess what? Now his bag is too heavy. Now I have to watch all this shit go down. And they both have a carry-on. I'm like, throw the shit in your fucking carry-on and let's go. But no, they're going to hold up the entire line. We got to the gate. They were on our flight, and they had also gotten, you know, the preferred seating. They thought they were going to cut in front of us. Nuh-uh. Brady Kidd ain't having that shit happen. No, sir, Rebob. What a couple of fucking just, oh, stains on humanity. Man, when you go to the airport, let me, let me, let me let you in on something here. When you go to the airport, have your shit cracking and ready to go. If you have to stand in line at the ticket counter, you stand there. If you have a printout of your itinerary and, and your conflict numbers and your ID, just hand them that. Boof. Done. They'll hand you your shit back and tell you what gate to go to. Go there. Fine. Great. Super. Go to that gate. Now, you go. Th- got to go through security, and we all know you got to take shoes off. And then- this is why you don't wear, like, suspenders or overalls. You can wear suspenders, but as long as they're plastic, you can wear. Because you got to go through security. Don't wear lace-up boots to the knees because you got to unlace them and then walk through because they ain't going to go for this shit. Can you just wand me? No, no, we have to do this first. Fucking people, I swear to God. Traveling now sucks. Traveling is the biggest inconvenience in the world. But we're planning a trip next year, and I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, All right, that does it for me. Uh, We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, y'all have a great day, and adios, everybody. Most of the time I still raise a little cane With the boys Honky tonks and pretty women Lord, I'm still right there with them Singing about the crowd and the noise Sometimes I feel like Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change What I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song And I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone That a damned old mirror Don't really tell the whole truth 
to show what's deep inside Oh, read between the lines And it's really no reflection of my youth Sometimes I feel like Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change what I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song And I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.